This podcast contains a blooper. Stay tuned all the way to the end after the sign-off to listen. Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the solar plexus. This powerhouse of energy has to do with your personal power, who you are, and what you came to do. And it also has to do with your self-esteem. I hope you enjoy our time together. Your solar plexus is a bundle of nerve fibers, literally, in your body. And where it's located is actually at the solar plexus. It's a medical term. But it's, um, for those of you that are like me, (laughs) that don't know that much about all that, but know about energy, I do know that. Um, It's kind of between, if you were to put one hand on your heart and the other hand on your lower abdomen at your sacral chakra that we went over, between the two, right smack dab between the two, roughly, is your solar plexus. And you might be able to feel it and sense it on yourself. Um, If you were to pass your hand in front of your body, maybe take your palm so that it faces your body about mm, six inches away from your um, abdomen and your solar plexus and uh, move your hand off the body and then come on the body and then cross the solar plexus and off the other side. You may or may not be able to feel it on your own being, but you might definitely, most definitely might be able to feel it on someone else. So give it a whirl. Solar plexus actually is Latin, solar for sun-like radiating. And plexus is Latin for braid because there is actually a radiating braid bundle of nerve fibers in the location of the solar plexus. It really is a powerful center of psychic soul receptivity information coming and going. It's a big bundle of energy impressions and also physical sensations and emotional sensations register there, um, as you can imagine and probably know, you know, the whole thing of um, gut feeling butterflies in the stomach when it's clear sensation, like real (laughs) physical of fluttering or turning of the stomach or turning of the gut or whatnot. This is can psychically happen for us, right? It can be a a psychic picking up or a psychic receptive center, if you will. So does it come as a surprise that the radiating color that it's associated with is yellow, sunshine yellow? I think that's so appropriate. And as you know, we're just moving up the rainbow spectrum and yellow is uh, solar plexus. If you're interested in holding a pitch or toning when you tune into this solar plexus chakra, the closest note to the vibratory space that it holds is B, and I will share that with you. (laughs) 
the healing crystals or gemstones that you could use that resonate with the frequency same as the solar plexus are topaz, green garnet, and citrine. Those are a few of my favorite stones to work with when I'm working with the solar plexus. And in fact, I'm holding a citrine point right now as I speak, and it's just so beautiful in my hand. So if you feel compelled to go into a crystal shop and just, you know, do the thing where, remember where you close your eyes and just let your body be a magnet, like set in your mind, I want to find the right stones, you know, the right crystals for me, just put it out to the um, room, if you will, or the establishment that you want to connect with stones that are just perfect for your usage. And then just, um, they'll call to you. (laughs) Trust me, they'll call to you. Yeah. Remember my conversation about the bhakti yoginis and speaking to them of, uh, talking to rocks. Yeah. I'm especially calling out to those of you that used to pick up rocks as kids and had a rock collection. (laughs) Same, same. So if you want to just go into the crystal shops and, you know, find one of these stones, maybe if, if that sounds good to you, the topaz, the green garnet or the citrine and hold that specific stone up to your solar plexus, right? And see if that one resonates and feels yummy and good for you and does its healing stuff of unwinding. You might feel a little nauseous at first and then it might collect itself and come forward, you know, clear. So we'll just see what you think. Now, why on earth would I say you might feel a little nauseous, but buy the crystal anyway, because here's the deal is sometimes when you put a crystal and if you really resonate with the frequency and you put it up against your being to this chakra that it's meant to work, you might be so out of whack that this crystal's working to re kind of spin the chakra that it's working on. And it might you might feel the discrepancy first before it comes into balance. So hold the crystal for a while, you know, play with the space from your body, the distance from your body, moving it away from you and then towards you. And then see how it feels, see if it comes into balance and use all your soul awareness, you know, ask, is this the right crystal for me? See what you hear. Um, Maybe you'll get a vision if your eyes are closed or eyes open. I get, you know, visions all the time with eyes open. I know you do too. I'm saying this so that you do. (laughs) And then um, positive reinforcement. And then also um, see about your clear sensation or your clear cognizance. Maybe just have an inner knowing. No, this is not the one. There's a better one. And where is it? And oh my gosh, it's over there on the shelf. I, you know, pulled towards it or whatever. Use all your soul awarenesses to find the right crystal for you. But just just realize that it could get a little wobbly, you know, like a healing crisis. Sometimes we have, uh, when we get a healing, then we feel worse before we feel better. But, you know, I certainly don't want you to (laughs) be throwing up or anything or really being like, oh my God, I can't believe I bought this. I hate this. This is so not right for me. You know, you have to honor and trust your inner knowing. Okay. Thank you. The hand mudra that I use when I'm working with the solar plexus is rudra mudra. And how you do it is you place your thumb, your index, which is your pointer finger, and your ring finger are all touching, while your other two fingers, your middle finger and your pinky, are kept as straight as you can. What this hand mudra does is it promotes empowerment 
right? So that you can reach your highest goals or your highest potential. Don't forget the solar plexus is um, your personal power, who you are, what you came to do. And it has to do with self-esteem. So promoting empowerment with this hand mudra is great. It also energizes your physical body and um, it works on internal transformation, which is fantastic. And because it's um, works with the solar plexus that sits over um, the abdominal area, it does promote better eating habits and it helps to, um, when you're feeling dizzy or lightheaded, it helps to balance you. Um, because this is for many, this is the center of their being around this area of their body, the solar plexus. The yoga posture, if you choose to do it, is Ardhana Nasava, which is half boat pose with the breath of fire. This is what I like to do for it. Um, what I'll do is I'll post images on my Instagram and my Facebook page on how you can hold that posture. And you can do it with or without the breath of fire. Just a reminder, if you're new to yoga or starting yoga, breath of fire is not to be done if you're pregnant, if you have respiratory infections or spinal disorders or have cardiac problems. It runs too much energy because it is a breathing technique. So just to be aware of that. To do breath of fire, it is a passive inhale. And you can do this by resting your hands on your belly. It's a passive inhale. And you notice when you breathe in, your belly rises towards your palm. And then as you exhale, it's a powerful exhale. And the belly snaps back and empties out as it moves towards the spine. You can start slow and build up from there. But what happens is, is you end up making a kind of a panting sound <laughs> like that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but you could search it up if you're interested in incorporating uh, breath of fire with the half boat pose. Otherwise, just simply um, do deep, long, slow breathing, deep breathing, long and slow. As with any and all of the yoga asanas, the yoga postures, and the breathing techniques that I suggest while working with the various chakras, it's important that you check with your doctor as to whether or not these are um, appropriate for you to do. Thank you so much. Okay, so the solar plexus again has to do with your personal power. It has to do with who you are, what you came to do, and it's also where you register your self-esteem. So on a physical aspect, it's obviously has to do with your abdomen and um, your stomach actually, and your upper intestines and your transverse colon. Your liver is also affected. Your gallbladder um, is affected here kidney, your gallbladder, actually, I think in Chinese medicine, it's has to do with relationships. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, uh, I digress. Also, it's the area of that addresses your pancreas, your adrenal glands are affected by the solar plexus, your spleen, the middle of your spine. Also too, your metabolism is affected, your energy levels, um, your ability to assimilate or digest 
your hormones are also affected with the solar plexus. Isn't that interesting? I think that's interesting. Um, also, of course, it's an incredible area for psychic feeling, literally um, through physical feeling with clear sensation or emotional feeling with clear sentiment. Also empathic clear sensation. So if you're picking up stuff from other people, feelings, what they're feeling, um, especially with the stomach health or gut health or um, self-esteem issues, it will register and hit you like a like a kapow in the in the stomach. Listen, I'm only laughing because I've had it happen, right? I've been so blasted that I had to like, I had to put my thumb on my solar plexus and take the rest of my fingers and spin like I'm re-kickstarting a, you know, a, a wheel or something, which is the wheel of the vortex of the solar plexus. Um, and spin it like clockwise to get it going again, because I've been so blasted making connections. Um, so you could do that yourself if you're uh, solar plexus feels like it's been hit or out or something feels off a little is you could put your thumb in it to your solar plexus and then spin your hand, right? Spin your hand. Maybe I'll do a video of showing me do that. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, also empathic clear sentiment when you're emotionally feeling what someone else is feeling empathically picking it up. Um, it, it may register in the solar plexus. Um, and then you'll have to, you know, discern this is what you're, what's happening is that your solar plexus chakra is feeling a little bamboozled or off because you're picking up um, someone that you're with or walking by or whatnot. Do you know, I have to tell you too, I, I went to, I went to the city recently and I was walking along the city streets. And now that people can smoke pot anywhere and everywhere, I was like, I cannot have that. Um, marijuana just takes me out of my body and throws off my solar plexus chakra. And so I was like dodging, <laughs> dodging. I was like, come on spirit. Can, can you just help me go down the right streets where there aren't these people that, <laughs> you know, it just was kind of hilarious. It was a, a lesson for me. It was a great lesson in kind of bubbling up and being in my own space and not letting my guard down. Right. And this is solar plexus. You have to be careful because this is the center of your guard and don't let your guard down, especially, you know, personal power and self-esteem. Very interesting. So a whole range of human emotions and feelings are registered here. Uh, this is where we could have feelings of fear or anxiety or blame or guilt or intimidation all because, you know, this is where we kind of register self-esteem, self-confidence, self-respect. So this is where we can have um, a sensitivity to criticism can be stored here. But conversely, our personal honor and our personal power again is here and our like choice and strength of will and our resolve is registered here. Yay. Um, these are also... Uh, the, or this, the solar plexus is also where we have our fight and freeze triggers. If we've had some experiences that were uncomfortable PTSD stuff that we're still holding and harnessing, you might want to 
consider that when we're doing the guided meditation or the visualization techniques, what might be stored there in regards to fight and freeze triggers. This also is because it has to do with your personal power, who you are and what you came to do. It has to do with living your truth, right? And whether or not you're living your truth and walking your talk and walking your walk. It also has to do with your ability to sleep or rest comfortably. Chronic tension can be held here. So you might notice when you're holding tension to try the Rudra Mudra throughout your day and just bringing your awareness to your solar plexus and breathing light into that space. It also stores our sense of feeling safe so that is interesting, tied with the root chakra and the earth chakra. If our safety was compromised when we were young, it affects our personal power, right? And the ability to be in our body and be who we are and do what we came to do. It also has to do, because it's going through the intestinal track, it, it is about discerning truth and separating what is pure and true from what is impure and in untrue. So our little sensor to life and um, other people is here in the solar plexus. Um, <laughs> kind of the bullshit radar can be triggered here. This is big between it bounces between your heart and your solar plexus, in my opinion, which I love the bullshit barometer. Pay attention to that. Um, it's also because it's that part of you in the intestinal tract, you know, knowing what you can hold on to and what you need to let go of both physically and also emotionally and mentally. Can you believe that's stored there? Knowing what to hold on to and what to let go of as part of your truth. Um, which you'll see later how tied the solar plexus is to the throat chakra, which is about trust issues and speaking your truth. That's pretty amazing. The solar plexus also has to do with your ability to be in control of your own life and following your own dream. Because this chakra has to do with personal power, who you are and what you came to do, I often find people's unique gifts and talents stored there in the solar plexus. It's like their shield or their secret treasure chest of skills, really. It's pretty amazing. So this is also a storehouse of your sacred contracts that you made for your life in regards to what you came to do. Your promises to your soul self are here. I'm getting goosebumps and chills and I want to cry. You know, it's a lot of times in meditation or even when I'm throwing tarot cards, listen, tarot cards are fun. They're just a tool of divination. I always say one more card from a message from my soul to myself, or I'll pull an angel card, you know, those cute little angel cards with all the little sayings. I'll say from my soul to myself, what's a message I need to know? It's fun, those illustrations. And so here in the solar plexus is this storehouse, this storehouse of sacred contracts of what you promised yourself you would do 
in this lifetime. This solar plexus, therefore, makes a link with the karmic chakra in soul work. We're going to get to the karmic chakra. It's above the crown of your head. It also links to the brow chakra, a.k.a. the third eye, <laughs> in association with the human ego, right? Not the third eye activity at the brow chakra, but the brow chakra that, that, that stores also the human ego. And so this solar plexus, you know, the ego can get in our way or it can support us in regards to personal power. This is the power center of the energy system of your body with more interrelational function than any other center in your body is what I have found. It draws in energy of all kinds from the environment that you live in, and it's used for expelling stress and expressing your own personal power. So when you are in settings, pay attention, you empathic friends and people, and all of you are really, it's just to levels of empathic um, awareness, if you will. This is an area that a lot of things might hit you. And remember, I said, be very comfortable with putting your thumb in your solar spec, uh, plexus and spinning it. So it's important that you know these things because we can pick up a lot of information from our external environment here through this area of our being, our energy body, and the area that is the solar plexus. You know, initially when I was going through the chakras, I was like, oh, I'm going to differentiate the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual aspects. And I just, when I get going, I just kind of jam them all together. So please forgive. But when there's imbalances in the solar plexus, these are the sad things that can happen. Chronic tension is registered there, I said already. Um, arthritis can be there. Ulcers, clearly. Because <laughs> it's like... Where if you'd get an ulcer, that's where you'd get it in your solar plexus or intestinal problems can be there and any of the organs that I mentioned. So pancreatitis, diabetes, digestive problems, eating disorders, gut imbalances, even hepatitis and liver issues and adrenal issues, gallbladder, kidney problems. Skin conditions can also be there. Which is interesting because sometimes it's about fear that's stored there, the mental emotional aspect of fear and feeling uncomfortable in one own, one's own skin in their environment. You know, if you have kids, check out what's happening at school and how they're doing or with friends. Um, parenthetical aside. Also, cancers can store... Um, those imbalances there. And that can come from fear and blame and guilt and shame, which are the storehouse for the solar plexus. Um, also, this is where there might be excessive fears and anxieties, which over a long time can cause any of those things like stomach ulcers or whatnot. So as with the other chakras, if this is a badly blocked energy center, it can coexist with major organic diseases. Um, yeah. Because the solar plexus is where a bundle of the nerve fibers are, 
and it has to do a lot with mental emotional feelings this chakra center it's really important that you um acknowledge your feelings every one of them comfortable and uncomfortable because don't forget they help you to live your truth honor your truth and help you remember who you are in this incarnation and will lead you to what you've come to do. And if you honor them, it will boost your self-esteem. It's all really linked. So when you have um, feelings come up, don't deny them, rather label them so that you can acknowledge and honor them and then find out what it is you're meant to do about them. So I encourage you when an emotion comes up, emotional feeling comes up, because it will lead you to your truth that you notice and lean into it and move, turn towards your um, feeling, whether comfortable or uncomfortable, and help unlock kind of the information that it is presenting to you. It is... <laughs> It's really your connection to yourself in this life. Your feelings are, you know, because uh, it, it, it just is. <laughs> they just are. And so even much more than your thoughts, you know, this is your first line of awareness, kind of like us, these feelings. Now, because I'm teaching you soul awareness stuff, feelings are both physical on and, you know, physical as well as emotional feeling. So it can be clear sensation and clear sentiment and, um, both, uh, in regards to your soulful experience, as well as a physical personal experience, you know, you don't have to be psychic when you're dealing with a jerk or you're having a great time. Usually those are pretty profound and you have feelings of, um, like not feeling happy or healthy with the jerk and then feeling elated and fabulous with having a good time. So, but it's really noticing this because if our purpose in this life is really about soul expansion and soul growth and joy and love and, and, and your purpose is to have a really happy and lovely time, which is really what you're here for, your feelings are going to guide you to then naturally do what it is you've come to do to aid that and to kind of restore or empower the sense of you. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to remind you when I do healing work on people <laughs> and even with myself, I have to sit there and say, okay, Constance, you've come across something that's uncomfortable. Do you need to look into the story to see, you know, what happened back then how does it still affect you now? How does it still influence your life now? Or can you just, Constance, can you just recognize that that this is a, a hiccup in your path and you want to do your life differently? So the lesson is, is to change and move forward differently. You know, remember when I told you, when I do healing work on people, I either have to take them into the story, like I'll tell them the story or I'll regress them, whether the story's a past experience in this life or even a prior incarnation, a past life experience, 
And sometimes it takes that to unravel the story, right? Um, it's like a, or it's a simple, um, this is what the deal is. This is what happened. And then they make the change in their life. Did I ever tell you that story? It's such a lovely, lovely story. You know, <laughs> I heard it in my Reiki teachings. You know, I don't know if it was the Buddha or not, but maybe, you know, there's this story. I should look it up, but I'm being lazy. Where past life experiences are like a line carved in a rock. It takes a lot to smooth that out, right? Where different than that, sometimes we have experiences that are tough and it's like a, a line drawn in the sand. We hold on to them for a while and then after a while the wind blows and then it smooths out. And then there are some experiences that come and go like a line drawn in water. You know, as soon as it happens, it's not a big deal. We move on. It, this is about you noticing, do I have to go into the chiseled rock because this experience has left such a mark on my soul. I can't move forward without kind of unraveling it and looking at it. I spent the year 2019 on a creative sabbatical and did a lot of looking at my journey in this incarnation and the string and the threads that have run through from my childhood to now. It was very um, helpful and informative but it was very difficult. I was really in quite the state. Okay. Yes. Depressed state. And I was like, hon, why are you going through this past? You really need to turn the story over and over and look at it. And for me, I had to, you know, it was just really, it was like, yuck. But for me, I had to, cause I wanted to see how does this infiltrate throughout my life? And by doing so, it empowered me to be able to take the steps to go forward. Now, some of you don't have that karma like I have. And some of you might be like, you know what? I, I, I don't make the same mistakes. I don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. We'll work on those when we get to, uh, the karma chakra, <laughs> like that way up. Um, but I'm just saying when we, when we move into the solar plexus and we look like what's going on here, sometimes you have to look at the past before you can move forward. Other times you can just go, you know what? I'm stepping forward. I'm going into, powerful, happy, non-negotiable, really honoring my self-esteem, who I am and what I came to do moving forward kind of thing. I, I wish you that easy breezy ladder step. But if you do need to go into the story, then I wish you well <laughs> in Godspeed. And I believe in you. I believe you can process it through and come out the other side. I'm going to come in at this backwards because the um, solar plexus has to do with self-esteem. I want to talk about that first. I want you to notice your self-talk, right? I want you to speak only highly of yourself. And I want you to, when you shine, I want you to shine without feeling guilty or ashamed. I want you to name and claim your value, like really know that you're worthy. And I want you to be on your own side, right? This is a healthy self-esteem. Notice what you need and what needs to change and stand up for yourself to do that. Even if you're shaking in your boots, even if your voice quivers, even if you're uncertain, practice it a few times. You know, um, with my spouse, I've often said, listen, this might not come out right, but I'm going to give it my best shot because this has got to change. Right. And so sometimes we have to teach ourselves how to communicate more effectively. I just want you to make sure that when you're dealing with your 
health of your your sacral chakra, or I'm sorry, your solar plexus. Ooh, sacral chakra. Ooh, Freudian slip. <laughs> Relationships. Um, when you're dealing with your solar plexus, I want you to make sure that you're getting your needs met in your life so that you can have a strong sense of self-esteem. But it, to do that, you need to know your truth and you need to honor your truth. And therefore, then you can embody your truth so that you can speak your truth and walk your truth and talk your truth, which will all build your self-esteem and you won't feel like shy or feel bad about yourself or whatever. You to, to live as your authentic self plugged into your real power and to live so that you're relying on your own approval, not anybody else's and grounded in your truth and supported by your own alliance, empowered. All this self-care has to be something you are, right? This is your self-esteem has to be something that you work and are aware of. And it is really important with the solar plexus. It really, really, really is. And your self-esteem is intricately tied to your personal power. So I just want you to notice, and you can notice it in self-talk, and you can notice it when you walk away from conversations or interactions with others. If you're not feeling good about yourself, if you're beating yourself up, or if you're feeling like, what did I miss there? Did I not say something? I wish I would have said it differently. Go back. Say, I need a mulligan, man. I need a mulligan. Do over. I need a do over, right? And give yourself that, man. We're just all trying to sort it here. So give yourself that. I love you. I love you. I want you to have beautiful self-esteem. I see your soul. Let it shine, baby. Let it shine. Because when we have positive self-esteem, we feel good about ourselves, which is what that is. And when you feel good about yourself, you feel powerful. And when you feel powerful with who you are, your personal power is strong and you can be who you are. And then you can do what you've come to do. See how it's all linked? It's all so important. And so part of this is needs being met based upon what your soul is asking of you. What is your self-care needing? Remember the lower chakras that have to do with basic needs being met. This is tied to that too, so that you can stand on your own two feet and walk your talk in relationship or on your own, you know, or in your moment of working with um, cohorts or business associates or whatever. It's all about, or friends, dear friends, you know, it's all about really being authentically attached to yourself. And it begins with self-esteem. So, um, and, and it's just the magnitude of the importance of the interaction between self-esteem and your personal power and your capability and capacity to do and be all that you've come to do and be in this incarnation. And here's the deal. When we have interactions and somebody looks at you cross-eyed or says something inappropriate or doesn't jive with your truth or how you imagine or feel life should be or whatnot, those interactions hit your solar plexus first. Remember the ambulance story? It was like a soccer punch. 
And in that moment, sometimes we can lose sight of ourselves and what our goal is and who we are and our morals and our values and our principles and bringing that further on through the conversation while we sit there and try to convince them or kowtow to them or pacify them. And I'm trying to remind you <laughs> that this is about really taking a step back breathing in and being in your own power to know where and how you want the conversation to go so that you, or the interaction to go so that you don't lose sight of yourself and that you don't abandon yourself. Ooh. Okay. This is me editing in this next segment. You're going to hear me say three breaths in and five breaths out. What I mean is when you're breathing, do a count of three on your in-breath, and a count of five on your out-breath. Do you remember awareness, breath care, ABC of the empaths that I told you about? Awareness that something's not right. You know, because empaths pick up so much. We, it's how we kind of manage our world and our energy field as we're, sometimes when we're overly caretaking others, we're picking up their stuff, we're carrying their stuff. That's why I did, we did the cutting cords last time. And that's why I've told you about the ABC spirit gave me this. So I want to just remind you of it. Awareness that something's off, something doesn't feel right, whether it's in an interaction with someone or you thinking about something. Breath, taking a breath in. The breath is to just recalibrate a nice um, you know, maybe three breaths in and five breaths out to relax and ground and center yourself is the purpose. And then care and, and also breath to get back in your body so that you're not like all over the place, but you're just connected with yourself and your true essence and what you need in the moment. And care is knowing what you need at the moment. So if you're noticing you're having emotions, angry or upset or whatever, noticing in that care moment. What are, what am I angry about? What's really going on? What's got me upset? And, and, you know, am I not getting my needs met? Did someone say something to me that's, you know, wasn't kind? Did the connection go wrong? What do I need to do now in this care moment? What do I need to do to be okay? And just really listening to your inner guidance and your soul's awareness, right? Um, it's going to pester you because when you start asking this stuff of your soul and your soul is like, wahoo, soul contract, your ego mind, your thought mind, your conscious mind is like linking with your soul going, oh, she's here to honor me or he's here to honor me and serve me as a soul. Listen, I don't mean to sound like we're two kind of people in one being, but we kind of are. Sometimes we are. We do things that aren't for our highest good. And I'm trying to link you up with your highest potential and your highest truth. And so in that, it's recognizing awareness, breath, and care in those moments when you're not being kind to yourself, when you're really being hard and your self-esteem is suffering. That's what I'm wanting you to notice because you can even ask, help me be better at this communication. I do that a lot of times. Listen, when I'm going to go talk to somebody that I do not look forward to speaking to, and I know it's going to whack my solar plexus, I'm like, okay, I need some help here. Spirits, angels, everybody help me. Constance, you've got this, you know, I kind of have to psych myself out and give myself a pep talk to go, okay, this is fine. You know, and I'll send actually in Reiki, I teach my students to send light and love in advance or send Reiki energy in advance of the conversation, especially if it's a tough one. And then be in your body enough so that you say, I'm just going to really speak my truth here and 
let them hear it, let them receive it and open your heart and your mind just by imagining, you know, their heart and mind being radiating this light, like beautifully as you do and enter into the conversation that might be uncomfortable. But the point is, is to come out with your own self-esteem intact so that you're not beating yourself up after the fact so that you can speak from kindness and not necessarily react a reactionary thing because the solar plexus can be all about reactionary things, but to really move it through the heart and speak from love and so that you can be heard, but not be wishy-washy and not be kowtowing to them. This is about you standing up for yourself. This is about you healing your solar plexus. This is about all I should say at that point about that. Because your solar plexus is about your personal power, who you are and what you came to do, it will recognize any imbalance of the vibration that occurs. So when you um, start doing things or acting in ways that are really not in line with your truth, your body physical will respond. So pay any attention to those moments when you're feeling a little um, discombobulated or not comfortable, or you're getting sick, take the time to kind of reestablish the connection, put your hands on your solar plexus and say, what's coming up for me that I'm, um, you know, having things not go right or not, you know, what really needs to happen here so that I can be aligned with my power or be uh, aligned with um, a balance to my solar plexus, if you will. Um, It's important because, your soul knows and you're constantly, trust me when I say this, you have constantly been sending messages to yourself from your soul in your life. So not only does spirit send you signs, your soul actually sends you signs, divine sends you signs to keep you on the path of truth and right righteousness in regards to your right life, your right living, that kind of righteousness. And so And I have to tell you, it really is about joy. The universe, the cosmos, God, the all that is great spirit wants us to be happy. You know, like a parent. Isn't that what we want for our kids? I want you to be happy and healthy. Same with spirit. And, you know, ask and it will be given. These are true things. And so personal power, who you are, what you came to do are paramount in those things. And so it's about you being in alignment with yourself and noticing when you're out of alignment or when you're out of, you know, when their solar plexus is out of this vibrational healthy space. So mostly what I want you to know before we head into the guided meditation is that um, your personal power is you being fully embodied in your being. Now, some of you might be going, of course I am. Of course I am. And I'm saying, no, we're not always. Sometimes we put, you know, we, we speak not our truth. We speak a learned thing or we do things when we don't really want to do things or we act ways that we don't really want to act, or we're taking a job because it's paying the bills. But meanwhile, we forget to, you know, do what we can to follow our dream or take a chance on ourselves and stuff like this. So sometimes we live an unconscious and unintentional life that is driven by either former beliefs or fears or feelings of inadequacy. And I want you to start living a conscious life with intentional, intentional 
actions, if you will. And the solar plexus can guide you to your true knowing of yourself. <laughs> well, your whole being can, but I just want to tell you that your your gifts and talents can be are stored in the solar plexus as well as all throughout every cell in your body. And I just want you to give yourself a chance to recognize like what's right for me in this moment, moment to moment to moment, intentional living so that you can be on your best path possible to the best relationship to yourself, really. Because this um, solar plexus, don't forget, is a sacred space of contracts for what you came to do in this incarnation. So as we enter into um, the next round, which we'll get into guided meditation, we're going to talk about things like, you know, do you have a sense of purpose in this life? Now, there's minor day-to-day -day purposes. <laughs> Some can be just like, you know, smiling at that person that passes you because they needed that smile because we're so interconnected. It's amazing. Well, I mean, we just are, you know, this, or it could be your bigger sense of purpose, right? You know, I might ask things of like, what do you feel you're really good at? And things like, do you feel that you're in charge of your life? You know, you really are a co-creator. The sacral chakra is where we co-create. So after we get through the sacred chakra and the meditation, I promise we're going to do the manifestation. Because like I said, I'm really good at that. You keep starting, start that saying that now. I'm really good at manifesting or co-creating. You know, listen, you're co-creating whether you realize it or not. I just want you to get that, you realize that you are doing it. So <laughs> you might as well take advantage of that. But this is also the chakra, the sacral chakra is about, do you feel safe? Do you feel meaningful in your life and in other people's lives? Do you feel that you can be heard or you're heard in relationships? And do you hear others conversely, right? This is about also building their self-esteem. Do you feel that you're seen? And in your meaningful relationships, do you see them? Do you see others? Being heard and being seen are really important. It goes back and forth. These are ways to build the self-esteem and the sense of power and the who you are and the what you came to do. Trust me on that. But mostly it's about being seen and heard by you and for you and to you. It's about knowing yourself and not lying to yourself, but being present to yourself and being authentic in each moment and being okay to change who you are and how you are so that you can be true to yourself. Because you're an expansive soul, right? Your purpose is to expand. Your purpose is to be happy. Your purpose is to know yourself so that you can bob and weave and shift as your soul expands and your spirit grows and soars and your ever-changing self. But it's first and foremost about hearing and seeing yourself. I think in that last little soundbite, I said <laughs> sacral chakra again. It's because they're so interrelated, right? The sacral chakra is about relationships, sexual issues, creativity, and new beginnings. But because it's about relationship, it has a very close tie with what's the chakra that's next to it, which is the one we're talking about, which is the solar plexus, because that has to do with self-esteem, who you are, what you came to do, and um, your personal power. And so relationship and relationship to yourself or others can help or hinder your self-esteem, can help and hinder or support who you are and what you've come to do. So they are closely linked. So no wonder I keep flip-flopping them. I'm so... It's so funny. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. It's crazy. So 
please forgive, but I know you're getting it. Yeah. Okay. So in regards to who you are and what you came to do, that part of the solar plexus, I have come to the awareness that who you are is the compilation combination of your soul at this point in your journey. And that's a mix of past lives, your upbringing in this life, and also what you chose to come in with in regards to a personal map. Look at numerology, astrology, all those kind of wonderful things that help kind of you notice what your, um, where you lean, kind of what lessons might be coming at you in this life. I turn to those, especially astrology, because I'm a star girl. <laughs> so your, who you are is ever evolving because you make and co-create throughout your day. You have countless opportunities. So even though you might have come in with a certain uh, way, habits, upbringing, stuff like that, you are constantly capable of changing that and evolving. Yeah. What you came to do is to, you've heard me say it a million times, countless times, I really, and we'll move into it more when we get to your heart chakra. It really is about finding your joy. Um, <laughs> don't you hate that? Find your joy. But it really is like, listen, you know, there were times in my life when I worked a job just to work the job, but I was having joy outside of that job anyway. And even in that job, you know, I was a waitress for countless years and it was great because I loved money coming and going, money coming and going. I loved being on for people, um, having them enjoy their meal. So I was feeding them, not my food that I made, but I was feeding them. I was helping them do flavor combinations. When I worked in high-end restaurants, I was entertaining, make sure they had a good time. I was also very quiet when it was, you know, them, I didn't have to feel like I needed to be on or entertaining them, but it was giving them a beautiful experience. And I really loved those days that really worked for me. But while that was happening, I had this undercurrent of the psychic stuff that I'd pushed down for so many years. And so that was building and I was taking in my world and learning and I definitely was not living my truth completely because I chose some relationships that were places I could hide out instead of facing what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. So I bring this up to you because I feel that um, who you are and what you came to do is, you know, just what you're doing. It's your life. But just, just notice when you're not happy because that we're going to talk to more about when we get into the heart chakra and everything too. But you know, if you're not happy, then that's a whoop, whoop, that's a sign. Something's got to change. And maybe it's a huge change, but maybe it's small changes, or maybe it's working towards your goals about what you want for your life. But I, I really don't want you to mistake life purpose for talents and skills, because I think our life purpose is expansion and joy. And if you can use those as guiding factors, just with that, those words, great. I think we come in with talents and skills that we're meant to share, or let me revise that. It brings us joy to share. So if we can 
honor our talents and skills, especially if they're unique. And whether they're grandiose or small, if we can honor them and kind of nurture them, then it's fabulous because that will bring us joy, right? That will lead us to our happiness or that will make us feel happy or feel like we have a sense of quote unquote purpose. But if you think you're going to finish the job, like I, you know, I think that our life is continual. I think our life is for evolution, but I don't think like, oh, I'm going to finally do that final podcast or I'm going to write the best selling book on psychic development and soul awareness. And no, that's it. There's constantly, you know, the, 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 the finish line is always moving, 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 which is fine. I don't, I don't think it's about getting frustrated. Like I have to find my one real thing that I'm meant to do. What you're meant to do is be happy and let that be your guiding factor. Let that be your guiding factor. Now, you know me, you're going to laugh. I wanted to be a rock star, uh, not in my gifts and talents. I mean, I can hold a note, <laughs> except if you listen to the last podcast, but it's not, I'm not supposed to do that. You know, I probably, I know I did that in another incarnation. So you might have things and we'll get into this when we go into the Akashic records and karma and past life talents. We haven't really gotten into that. You might have these other lifetimes that hum to you because you did that before. You know, I'm certain I was a singer in another life and I miss that. So that's why I belted out in my echoing house, but it doesn't, and that makes me happy when I do that, but it doesn't mean that I'm supposed to do that for income or to support myself, you know, and it just brings me joy. So that's why I do it. But, um, I just want you to kind of tune into your solar plexus when we go through the meditation or the visualization process. And notice, like, you know, I think it's this, I think you're going to know, like, oh, this is my purpose, but don't belittle what it comes up. You know, your purpose is bringing joy to yourself. And if part of that bringing joy to yourself is being a teacher or being a janitor or being a speaker or being a salesman or whatnot. Can I just tell you, I I met the most wonderful guy when he stepped in our house. I was like, holy shit, this guy is a real empath and he's such vibrationally cool. Like his frequency was, I, I felt his energy when he came in the house. I was like, wow, this is so cool. You know what he does for a living? He was an electrician. I was like, how perfect. He's going into people's houses and he's transmuting the energy. He, he's like, I love my job as an electrician. It's very quiet. I'm like, oh, dude, you are so not quiet. You are making things happen in homes. You know, he's rewiring homes, but he's rewiring vibrational planes. I'm just saying, you are magical. You are so magical. I can't even, I cannot even <laughs> stand it. And just remember that. So I just caution you to look you know, I wouldn't look for a sole purpose that is a finite plan necessarily. But when we get to manifesting, I'll teach you some ways to get some things that you want um, that might be helpful or work towards or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say work towards, but in regards to who you are and what you came to do, you're on it. Pay attention. Be true to yourself.
next time we get together, I am going to bring you through a guided meditation or visualization. I can't decide which one. Like, I don't know if I'm just going to empower you or have you explore what's in there in the solar plexus. We'll see. But this has been quite a long winded. (laughs) Let me tell you all about the solar plexus. Um, I'm so grateful that you stopped to hear what I had to share. And you've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, that's a double entendre tuning into your soul awareness mostly, but also tuning into the podcast. Solar plexus is actually Latin. Solar for like the sun and meaning it's radiating and Latin with plexus. That sucks. Legally speaking, This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.